Well, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. It just really depends on how and when you listen. <laughs> hey, just use common sense. It's actually what we talk about today. Well, we are glad that you've gathered with us here today. I've clicked on that link and started listening to the podcast. We're excited that that you are listening, and we're excited that we're here today to be able to talk a little bit about common sense. That was what Eddie spoke on this last weekend. You know what today is, though, don't you, Eddie? Not really. Well, in the baseball world. Oh. First opening day? Opening day, yeah. Opening day, baseball. Cubs play the Brewers. I'm not too sure who, uh, or even if the Cardinals play today, I'm sure that they do. But... um, yeah, you can t- kind of tell that I'm a Cubs fan. So is Eddie. Well, although he's wearing a Sox hat today, he's Chicago, uh, showing the Chicago colors. Well, and part of the issue here in Sullivan, Indiana, is uh, the place is kind of infested with Cardinal fans. Ah, and I don't know what to do about that infestation. <laughs> so, well, the infestation has been. Infesting your your own whole, uh, Few, home and household there for a long time. Uh, so. My wife's a Cardinal fan. A lot of, some Dodger fans here. Some of our favorite people are Dodgers oh, yeah. fans. I'm yeah. not going to mention any names, but they know yeah. who they are. But anyhow, and then one, uh, Bu- uh, his nickname Bus, he gave me a world champion Dodger hat. And I, don't, I wear it on just in honor of him. Mm. It's the only reason. Yeah. Well, it's... Yeah, Dodgers are a good team. It's also... The first round of the Masters uh, Golf Championship. Today? Tigers, yeah, today. Yeah, first round has already started. Tiger, after that horrendous crash, is uh, actually golfing in the Masters well, I, this I'd year. Like, I'd, I'd like to see him win. But... Isn't, that, isn't that crazy? Um, little sports uh, announcing here this morning. But um, NCAA tournament wrapped up. Well, and another thing I want to apologize for, we seem like we leave the women out. Oh, we don't talk about fashion or hair or nails, nothing like that. Yeah. So, and really, I've never had my my nails done. Have you so, ever had a pedicure? Boy, I hate to admit this, but uh, your wife, my daughter, and Diana Marie talked me into going once, and once was enough for me the rest of my life. <laughs> I said, if you want to give me a pedicure, wait till the Lord takes me home, and uh, then you can do it to my carcass when you throw it in the I box. See. But that's just skinny. <laughs> well, I. Uh, I did. We were going on vacation one time, and and Stacy um, said, "Hey, you're gonna really enjoy this. Why don't you come on in here?" So, I I did do it. Um, I enjoyed it. It was a foot massage. You know, I usually am giving the foot massage to Stacy. So, um, God is my wish that I've never painted my fingernails. No, no, I've never had. No, done that, I've so. never done that myself. So, um, little girl talk there. Um, Flowers are blooming. Maybe that's maybe that's uh, well, both guys well, and actually, gal talk. I, I bought my wife some flowers this week, and I wasn't even in trouble. Hmm. It's just a spur of the moment. Well, that's we'll take it. That's 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 the way we need to be. I was using some common sense. Common sense. That's what I was yeah. using. So. Yeah. Uh, Kansas, uh, like I was mentioning, NCAA tournament uh, actually took the tournament um, championship rather that. I have to say that um, I got that part right on my on my bracket. Yes, you did. You're the only one. I got that part right, and it was all due to Jude, my 12 year old. He 
had to uh, back some time ago. He was in elementary school, and he was given that one class um, drew names just for fun and going to watch and see how their team did. And he happened to draw draw Kansas yeah. that year. Did they did pretty good, and so he was going to be a Kansas fan of the bas- uh, yeah. college basketball from there on out. And uh, so I said, all right, they're seated pretty well. Let's put Kansas up there. And they did it. Sure enough, they did yep. it. So uh, pretty tight there, though. And they had to come back oh, from boy. 16 points at the half. Pretty Biggest nuts. deficit ever. Yeah. Well, and then, you know, going over to the uh, other side of things, leaving sports behind, and that's no problem. We don't have to talk about those every time. We seem to kind of do. The weather is interesting right now. You know, I guess this afternoon we're going to get some high winds oh, coming really? through. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, some 30 to 40 mile an hour gusts and winds. And so you have to be careful about if you're strapped down, you need to make sure you're oh, strapped down. I didn't know down. that. Speaking of weather, you know, we, we ought to have little Kevin or uh, Jesse Walker come and do, oh. our, do our podcast. Just, they'd probably do it. Just pop in and yeah. just, we'll see if we can't get Tom Clanahan on that. And maybe both of them come on in here That'd and we'll just have a little... Bring them in with a 15-minute newscast and weather report. That'd be great. Wouldn't that be great? Well, we'll have to work on that, maybe. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we don't want to digress any longer. Um, We do want to talk about some great stuff about how to use some common sense in your life. And uh, we're we're looking forward to our podcast with you in the meat meat area of it, (laughs) uh, for lack of better uh, terminology. But right before we do, let's have a word of prayer, and we'll get right into it. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for your your love and your goodness for us. We love you and we honor you. We lift up you and, and uh, Lord, we are in the midst of, of Easter uh, time is where we're celebrating. And this coming Sunday is Palm Sunday. And, and Jesus, we are so grateful for the gift that you have given in giving yourself. You bore our sins on the cross. You took it all on yourself. And Lord, we are just, we're free people. Um, Lord, I pray that you would help those that need to hear the message of how you have come as Messiah. That's good. And through the through your shedding of the blood and, and, and dying on the cross, you've taken our sins and you've freed us. I pray that they will accept you. Lord, I pray that they will understand more about you and learn and uh, understand that freedom in its fullness. Lord, we thank you for our time together today. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would just guide and direct us to now. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, Pastor, common sense says we've got to get started. <laughs> yeah. Sound practical judgment concerning everyday matters. The basic ability to perceive, understand, and judge what is right and true. That is really the definition of common sense. We see in life some people we don't think have it, but uh, when we ask where it comes from, it comes from the mouth of God, all Mm. true wisdom. For the Lord grants wisdom from his mouth come knowledge and understanding. It's James 3, 13. I'm sorry, that's Proverbs 2. Verse 6, I think it is. Verse 6, yep. you're right. Yep. James three thirteen through 18 says this. Well, what it looks like when God's common sense is lived out in everyday life. 
If you're wise and understand God's way, prove it by living an honorable life, doing good works with the humility that comes from wisdom. But if you're bitterly jealous and there's selfish ambition in your heart, don't cover up the truth with boasting and lying. For jealousy and selfishness are not God's kind of wisdom. Such things are earthly, excuse me, unspiritual and demonic. For wherever there is jealousy and selfish ambition, there you will find disorder and evil of every kind. But the wisdom from above is, first of all, pure. It is whole peace-loving, gentle at all times, and willing to yield to others. It is full of mercy and good deeds. It shows no favoritism and is always sincere. And those who are peacemakers will plant seeds of peace and reap a harvest of righteousness. My goodness, how that is really needed in this world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Peace-loving, gentle at all times, willing to yield to others. I think there's such a spirit of animosity and um, in, in America that this is being lost uh, uh, every day in, in, in our culture. People want to argue and yeah. make, you know, pick sides and on and on and on and on. You know, and that's how you live God's common sense. It, you know, it's through the uh, the power of the Holy Spirit. It's like, like I said, when we talk about a world that rebels against God, and we break it down in our own lives. It's like Dallas Willard said, "Don't kid yourself. We're all capable of great evil." And I think it's the point that you have to continually guard your heart. It's a twenty-four-seven thing. You just don't do it one or two days a week. It has to be done on a constant basis. Yeah. Um, and, and because we are free moral agents, we have choices to make. So the first 11 verses of chapter 10, um, Solomon contrasts these proverbs in life. And I've said this almost every message I've preached on Ecclesiastes, how applicable it is to, to 2022. And this was written millennium ago. He contrasts wisdom and folly, the difference between wisdom and being stupid or being, being a fool. He gives us three, he, he brings us really face to face with life. And he gives us, uh, here's three different categories in life uh, that come up. Advantages versus disadvantages. The first section focuses on the individual. He begins with these words of wisdom. Dead flies make a perfume well stink, so a little foolishness is weighter than wisdom and honor. And he, he's talking about just a few dead flies ruins costly perfume so a little folly casts a dark shadow over over a life and he's talking too about when we get into this the whole situation how one bad mistake can ruin your life i know, I know people that's made one really bad mistake and it, it pretty much ruined their life and that's that what he's, he, he's talking about that even when the fool walks along the road, his sense is lacking, and he demonstrates to everyone that he is a fool. Ecclesiastes 10.3. And a lot of people continually refuse to live under God's wisdom. So they're walking a pretty, pretty dangerous path, actually. Category two is humility and patience versus popularity and partiality. We should listen to God, but we don't always. Um, it's so easy as to return, and it, he talks about if you got a, a boss that's hot-tempered and gets mad all the time, you're better off not to argue, or if he gets mad, you get mad, and you, you say things that you shouldn't and whatever. You should pray and let the peace of God work through you and, and not overreact, right. if that makes sense. And you know, here's, here's something that, that I try to instill in uh, my three boys and young people that I'm having to a chance to mentor 
and as well as other opportunities um, in talking to people. But we in this area, for instance, we need to be proactive rather than reactive. If we're proactive, then we're thinking, we're understanding that that as I go into any situation, if I know that my boss is rough, as using that example. As it is here in Crossroads. Oh, you know, it's terrible. But anyway, I have to be so proactive. But anyway, um, <laughs> um, being, being proactive and thinking about how to work through it, how to deal with it as this comes, not, not just um, taking a toxic situation mm-hmm. and having patience through it, not not always just taking it onto yourself, but learning how to um, steer it away. Don't let it sink and into it, the internal, yeah. and have patience with the individual. And um, and actually, through. I think it plays into every relationship. It really does. With you. It really does. And being proactive that way is so much better than being reactive, because then now we're fighting uh, ourselves and them. <laughs> And, and that bit, and so that's. A and then bit he of goes into sense. this part of life, which we've all seen, that the right sometimes the right most qualified people are not in leadership positions where they should be. Right. They have people there that's there because they're family. They have money, mm-hmm. or, and that and right. that's why he he calls them on the carpet. Right. On that, absolutely. Uh, category three: inevitable risk versus inexcusable stupidity. This is the last set of contrasts Solomon presents concerning potential dangers inherent in Representative Daily Bakes' tasks, dangers which could only be averted by applying wisdom or prudence. And then here, here's his examples. Digging a pit. You dig it, and if you're not careful, you could fall in it. Breaking through a wall and being bitten by a snake. He's talking about breaking through the walls of a, a, a well, and there could be a rattlesnake or anything else on the other side. Quarrying stones, being hurt by falling stones, and in splitting logs, endangering and representing oneself due to using a dull axe. These contrasts, and whatever that, it could be any activity, but you count the cost and see what the consequences might be instead of just blundering into it. Mm -hmm. I've seen all kinds of videos on funniest videos or whatever, the people be in a tree and they saw the limb off they're standing on. (laughs) (laughs) Or guys tearing down a building. They'll tear it all down, but one board, and then they'll knock that board out. And it, if you've seen that before, oh, yeah. over and over again, yeah. they don't. They don't really. And I'm, you know, I've been guilty of stuff like that, just blundering in and doing things without really thinking about it. And then you get in bad. I think it could be any situation in life. But what the point he's making is, you need to use wisdom in every decision you make, right. even if you think it's the most trivial thing in the world. Right. And and the big thing about that is, is that as we we're learning to have uh, wisdom in the world, godly wisdom, but we're going to be, there's going to be multiple times when we lack it. And so we need to ask of it. And that's what we've, you know, heard through this process too. It's, man, if you lack wisdom, ask of the Lord, because he said he'd be generous in giving it. That's what he said. Yeah. Then he gives us in verses 10 and 11 two marvelous advantages of wisdom, God's wisdom, common sense that God gives us first. Wisdom prepares the way for success. God will never lead us down a path that, that will be wrong. Yeah. Now, right. and again, 
God judges success a little bit than we do sometimes. But as we go down that, God prepares that way for success, which is the, the success that's, that is best for us. Mm-hmm. You know, God yeah. shut doors and told me no on numerous occasions. And then I understood why down the road. He was saving me from something or keeping me out of trouble or whatever. And then secondly, wisdom thinks ahead before the fact. Again, in God's omniscience, he's all-knowing. He knows everything. He knows what what's good for us and what it isn't. But, mm-hmm. you know, uh, unlike a snake charmer who does not take the necessary precautions and therefore is bitten, a wise person plans ahead of a uh, future or, or departure or whatever you're doing, action or whatever, considering their potential dangers as to take... It, adequate protective measures against it. You know, that's just the way it is. James 1, again, if any of you lacks wisdom, like you just said, Steve, let him ask of God who gives to all men generously and without reproach, and it will be given to him. That's James 1, 3. Oh. And then he, I, I used a couple of, uh, or a passage from Proverbs 2, verses 1 through, 1 through, um, nine actually what he's saying is it it can pretty much my son if you will receive my sayings treasure my commandments within you make your ear attentive to wisdom incline your heart to understanding for if you cry for discernment lift your voice for understanding you seek her as silver and search for her as her hidden treasures and in verse five says then we will discern the fear of the lord and discover the knowledge of god yes Mm -hmm. for the lord gives wisdom from his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk in integrity, guarding the paths of justice, and he preserves the way of his godly ones. Then you will discern righteousness and justice and equity in every good course. And, you know, we ended up, I talked about doing your part, and then I, I, I talked about, because he mentioned the snake charmer, or snakes and the whole concept. But I, I ended with that story. I, I think we, it goes back to guarding your heart. I think we as believers, we're vulnerable to snake attack every day. And I, I used that story about that guy out in California that raised his head up over that ledge. <laughs> yeah, okay. Man, that, that rattlesnake bumped his cheek, but it couldn't get his fangs in it. And the fangs got caught in his sweater. <laughs> Nuts, and he had to choke it to death. Yeah. It, he had to choke. He, and then he fell. And he was feet high. He was head first. He was afraid he was going to pass out from blood going to his head. And it kept striking at him. But he kept. He was strong enough to keep it for the fangs away from sinking in his skin. But then he choked it to death. Yeah, that's just a bizarre story. Oh, that's crazy. And can and can you imagine? I mean, twenty minutes. You said in the message, in the sermon that day. Uh, on Sunday, he said that uh, it took him about 20 minutes. Yeah, I I think that that probably would have felt like around three hours. Oh, I can't imagine the, the yeah. It says it lasted about 20 minutes the whole encounter, but I bet it seemed like almost a lifetime. But you know, it, it, and it, I, I think this covers probably all of us to a degree. Talking about these exposed and vulnerable, we can easily succumb to those attacks. They are frequent and varied. Physical pain, emotional trauma, 
relational stress, spiritual doubts, marital conflicts, carnal temptations, financial reversals, demonic assaults, occupational disappointments. Mm. Boom, boom. That they, they they keep coming. You know, so it's it, it, said in Proverbs twenty three nineteen. Listen, my son, and be wise, and keep your heart on the right path. And that's pretty much what you, what we ended up with, is that you have got to guard your heart constantly. You've got to guard it between the world, the flesh, and the devil. But God, he wants our heart. He's the one that wants it. Yeah. But that's up to us whether we give it to him or not. Yeah, and I think that, boy, it would be nice for us to... Um, help people to understand the fullness of what God's grace and what his gift is to us each and every day Mm -hmm. for those that are lost if they could understand if they could that common sense of God's wisdom using that and to use that to move through their each and every day they'd have a lot less pitfalls and um, and have a freer life. What a yeah. what a wondrous thing for sure. You know, when I was younger, my dad um, we we worked through learning scriptures <clears throat> and memorizing them. And uh, one of uh, a passage, Joshua one eight and nine, was one of those. And um, by memory, it's out of the New King James Version. It, um, the way that he taught me and it's this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth but thou shalt meditate therein day and night that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein and then thou shalt make their way prosperous and then thou shalt have good success and then I love this have not I commanded thee be strong and of a good courage be not afraid and neither be thou dismayed for the Lord thy God is with thee whithersoever thou goest. And in another one, you quote a lot, Proverbs yep. 3, 5, and 6, lean not in your own understanding. That's it. That, that goes right to that. That's right. Because his wisdom from the book of the law daily be in it. Then as you come across and you've you've tried to, to learn to deal with your own understanding, okay, well, now common sense comes from God. It mixes with your will. His Your will now is his will. Yeah. As you're learning through all of this, and now common sense becomes of Christ, of of the book, and g- guiding you to chances of success and understanding uh, on the way God has yeah. uh, put it out in front of us. What a wonderful thing. And I love it. Yeah, both of those. <laughs> Dad uh, gave me Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, too. He, he said these are the two favorite, and so yeah. it was the Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, and Joshua 1, 8, and 9. So I, I grabbed a hold of them when I was younger, and I've absolutely used them throughout my life, for sure. Well, we're coming up to Palm Sunday, Jesus' triumphal entry into uh, Jerusalem. And it's bizarre that then a week later, the next week, what happens? Yeah. Crazy, the, the contracts, contrast of the, the people honoring and glory just magnifying oh you know crying hosanna Hosanna, on and on and then the next cries are yeah crucify him but he came into town humble and lowly riding on a donkey if you will 
you would have thought the King of Kings had been riding on a big white horse, but the irony, in a sense of that, is when he comes back at the second coming, he's riding a white horse. Yeah. He's not riding a donkey. Yeah. <laughs> All humility in that sense and servanthood, he still loves us and whatever, but he's the victor. He is in our lives, but he's the conqueror yeah. when, he, when he comes back with the saints. Yeah. It, so it's a whole... I like that contrast when you see him with the lady caught in adultery and the woman at the well, soft and kind and compassionate. Well, that's a whole different Jesus that John runs into on the Isle of Patmos. What they said is, is, is like fire. You couldn't hardly look at fire in his eyes. Mm -hmm. It's a whole different... You, a lot of people don't want to see Jesus as judge. They want to see him as the kind, humble servant that died for us, which he did. But it's hard for us to shift that focus on that we're going to have to stand before him someday, and, he, and he's going to judge us. Yeah. He'll yeah, still he's... be kind, I think, and, and love us, but I still don't. I think it's going to be. You see what I'm saying? I think it's just going to be different. Well, he dealt with sin on the cross by taking it. Then he gives us a chance, and that's where we're at right now. And this chance is to turn our lives to him and turn our sins and ask him to come into our heart and our lives. Then, when he judges, when he comes back as this warrior and Messiah, he's dealing with the sinfulness mm -hmm. of the world, and he's eradicating it, destroying it. Yeah. Um, well, in, in that whole concept about... Uh, next week, Holy Week, is the betrayal and how all of his disciples let him down to mm. a degree. And Judas kisses him and leads him into <laughs> being taken. Yeah. And then when he went to the garden, and the other guys went to sleep on him. Yeah, that's, <laughs> you know, here, wait here. Stay, you know, and, and stay diligent and pray with me. And he comes back and <laughs> they're all passed out. And he's like, can't you? It's even... just like us. So, I mean, oh, it's I know, a great, right? it's a great analogy of us. And I think you could probably create a sermon, how that applies to the church. Bishop Lewis will be with us yes, this coming will. Sunday on Palm Sunday. Yep. And that'll be a good time. To have him with us. Will he be and, rattling the bones on the drums, Willie? Um, actually, Tom McClanahan is going to be on yeah. the drums. Um, having having just started, Tom, I didn't really want to take him off, and, and well, since good. he's that's there, okay. sure. right, want to keep his chops going. So I want to keep him in the seat, and um, but uh, yeah, it's going to be good. And it looks like, uh, unless I have a uh, another change of plans, but. It's like Allie's going to be gone on Easter, and, and uh, Tom will behind, be behind the drum shield on uh, on Easter as well. So I appreciate we're you just, uh, so. yeah, you know, and as you listen to this podcast and think about that, as Tom's getting back into it, um, you know, it, it takes takes work to get back in there, and so be praying for him, and it'd um, uh, be great. So, but yeah, that's, it's going to be a good weekend this coming weekend, and, and all, all, uh, all together. And what we're, what the Lord has planned. Yeah. So, Pastor, would you pray? Lord, we love you. We thank you for loving us. I can't say it enough. Uh, we just waller in your grace, Lord, and sometimes we do take advantage of it, but uh, we sure appreciate it. May we always think it that way. So, and as we think about today and using common sense, uh, just help us to do it. 
It's there at our disposal. All we have to do is ask, and I pray. That's my prayer today, that we're asking in, in every situation in life. You want to strengthen us in all of our areas, where we live, where we work, those that we have relationships with, and in all that, Lord, help us, you know, like I said, to guard our hearts and to really think about our decisions, uh, some of the major ones and some of the minor ones as well, Lord, what the consequences might be if we uh, continue on in that. And we just continually give you praise and glory for uh, for Crossroads and, and what you've done here. And I thank you for the other uh, churches in our community, Lord. I just pray that uh, you'd help us all be mindful of the great sacrifice you made for us as we go into this holy time of the year. We ask these things in the name of Christ. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much uh, for joining us here today. Thank you, Pastor, for being here with me and as we discuss this. And um, I just uh, I hope and pray that you'll have a great rest of your week. And uh, going into this next, keep glorifying the Lord. Give Him your attention. And um, make sure that as you're working through each and every day, that as you're being able to be a good reflection of Jesus, you have that chance, by the way, that you will um, bless others by how the Lord has blessed you. So until next week and next time we have this podcast, we just want to say goodbye for now. So thanks, and we'll see you.